Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us. We start tonight with some big breaking news for our farmers and ranchers. This is a live look right now at the typical coronavirus press conference at the White House. Now, President Trump today at this press conference announced a 19 billion, with a B, 19 billion dollar coronavirus aid package for our outstanding farmers and ranchers. It has got two parts to it. Part one is a $16 billion in direct payments for our farmers and ranchers. Part two is a $3 billion program where the USDA is going to be buying food from you, our farmers and ranchers, and then giving that food to food banks, faith organizations, and other people that are in need of that food. So more details will be coming out soon. We'll give those to you, obviously, when we have them. We start tonight, though, with this. Liberate Minnesota. That's the subject of tonight's point of view. Now, earlier today, people just like you and I, we were at the Minnesota governor's house practicing our constitutional right to go out there and peacefully assemble and tell the governor, hey, open up Minnesota again. Let's liberate Minnesota. Here's some of what you had to say earlier today. Calling for freedom, these protesters want to be able to go back to work. I am being harassed by bill collectors because I'm unable to pay my bills. Angelina Penkert is a single mom who can't work either of her two jobs. For her, the dire financial situation surpasses any health concerns. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. If God decides that this would be the illness that would take my life, then it would be it. Each of these letters pinned up on the governor's fence tells a story of someone struggling financially or with their mental health. We want to work, we want to go to our parks, we want to go to school, we want to go back to life. Many here share the opinion that continuing the state shutdown is a case of government overreach. If you are so willing to give up your civil liberties, then move to a country that's communist. I asked several protesters, what about the health risks, the possibility of spreading the virus? Wash your hands, wear a mask. We can be told what those mitigation measures are and be trusted to apply those to our lives. Almost none of the street protesters Thursday wore masks or physically distanced, as the CDC recommends. No, we aren't. We aren't. We're not scared of this virus. I get it. I mean, this is a democracy, and I don't, I don't um, oppose them protesting, but I certainly wish they were wearing masks. I wish they were social distancing. Also today, President Trump tweeted this out. If we can bring this up, please liberate Minnesota. <laughs> uh, and because of this, here's what was trending pretty much all day on Twitter as a Minnesotan, as a Minnesotan was uh, trending pretty much all day on Twitter. Minnesota Governor Tim Walls was asked about that tweet earlier today at his 2 p.m. press conference. Here's some of what Governor Walls had to say. There, I will fight to the death to protect those uh, protesters' rights to protest me every single day that they need to. Um, but I think if the idea, I'm not, I, I'm not going to read in what something is supposed to mean other than I don't know when I called to ask what are we doing differently about moving towards getting as many people back into the workforce without compromising the health of Minnesotans or the providers. and. That will probably take longer than a two-word tweet, but I think there's a responsibility to tell us that. If there's, I'd like to know what they think we could have done differently. Again, I will never, ever stop dissent um, in terms of being able to speak your opinion. But I also think when you're advocating for, for really reckless behavior, that, that's a different thing. 
So President Trump tweeting out, liberate Minnesota, according to Governor Walls, is advocating really reckless behavior. Okay, then Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. Now keep in mind, what I'm going about to read for you is a tweet from Keith Ellison. He's the top law enforcement officer in the state of Minnesota. So as I read this, please remember your constitutional right to peacefully assemble. Here's what your AG Keith Ellison tweeted earlier today. People protesting in person to quote unquote liberate Minnesota right now are irresponsible, dangerous and risking Minnesotan lives. Doubt it. Look at South Dakota. They're not sheltering in place and have four time Minnesota's rate of cases. They're 15th in the U.S. Minnesota's 50th in South Dakota. They're free to get sick and infect others. If you're alive, you might be able to enjoy some freedoms. If you're dead, you can't enjoy any. Anyone is free to disagree with Governor Walls or me or any elected official, but no one has the freedom to take away someone else's freedom to live. I condemn this dangerous protest. Last time I checked, for those of you that live in Minnesota, you don't live in the People's Republic of Minnesota. You live in the United States of America. We are born free. We have the God-given right to peacefully assemble. So yes, let's liberate Minnesota, and that's tonight's point of view. Joining us now on the 702 Communications line is U.S. Senate candidate in Minnesota, Jason Lewis, running against Senator Tina Smith. Mr. Lewis was on the ground there today. Uh, apparently, yeah. uh, Mr. Lewis, you are uh, irresponsible and dangerous, according to <laughs> A.G. Keith Ellison. Your reaction? I you, the day I'm going to get worried, Chris, is the day that Keith Ellison doesn't call me irresponsible <laughs> and dangerous. Because if you're agreeing with that guy, you know, the only thing I can think of, and you're a historian, but Lord Acton's famous uh, warning, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. We are seeing now some of these people, not all, some of these politicians, and it's across the country, not just Minnesota, exploiting a health crisis to expand government power over your way of life permanently. And that's what people are revolting against. That's what Americans will not abide by. And I was proud to join them today. Let me ask you this. Where does Governor Walls and or Keith Ellison have the authority for these stay at home orders and to do what they're doing to, I would say, infringe upon our God given rights? Well, you can make the argument, quite frankly, if you want to get into the weeds about this, that the states do have plenary power over what is called the police powers, over health, welfare. It's, but it is wonderful to watch these new federalists out there, these Democratic governors who suddenly discovered the 10th Amendment. Uh, before that, they were clamoring for national lockdowns and national rules. But the point is, just because you may or may not have the power doesn't mean it's good policy. For the first time that I know of, we are making a policy of quarantining the healthy. The whole purpose of a quarantine traditionally has been to quarantine the sick or people who are most likely to get sick. This sort of one size fits all sledgehammer of a policy is quarantining people out of their livelihoods, out of their retirements, out of their business, out of their free speech, out of everything that it means to be a free person. And that's what has people worried. And again, it's not just in Minnesota where, you know, where we are. It's all over the country right now. And that's why, you know, President Nixon used to talk about the silent majority. I think there's a pretty big silent majority, and I talk to them every day, businessmen and women in greater Minnesota, that don't know what to do. They see their lives going down the drain because of a policy that is based on epidemiological models that have failed to converge.
And, and that's the hardest thing to stomach, Jason. In fact, you look at these models and none of them have been accurate up to this point, and yet here we are clamping down on everything. And so right. you were on the, uh, down on the ground there, boots on the ground, talking to people today. I've got two questions to worry about it. One, at any point in time, and please be honest, at any point in time, do you think, oh my gosh, here I am, I'm not social distancing, I may end up with COVID-19 by being here. And two, what were people saying to you on the ground there as they were fighting for their rights? Well, I suppose that thought would creep into everybody's head. I really don't recall a moment where that transpired, only because, and this is the problem with the epidemiological models, if your goal is to say, we're going to have a lockdown, social distancing, masks, you name it, until the last case is gone, be prepared to be locked down in your home without private gatherings for a year and a half, two years, three years, four years, however long it takes. So obviously at any point where you start to let people go back and earn a living, especially the younger, healthier populations, we can still protect the vulnerable, you're gonna have a risk, but life is full of risk. That's why to listen to Ellison and Walsh today was so Orwellian. Well, I'm all for protest until it's reckless. Well, reckless according to who? Yeah. You're not even revealing your models. You're not even being transparent about where you get that. I mean, you can make the argument that any protest brings more danger of a traffic accident, pedestrian accidents, you name it. This is power that isn't being checked right now. And that's what has people very, very concerned. Let me ask you this. So let's say that you were governor or you had a chance to sit down with Governor Walls. Uh, I know you've been a big advocate about reopening Minnesota. What's your plan to reopen Minnesota? Exactly. I would say to the vulnerable populations, the elderly, people that have pre-existing conditions, to keep those guidelines in place. I would say in hotspots around the country, keep those guidelines in place. But in areas, many of them in the upper Midwest, where you're not seeing evidence of a calamity, I would say to the young and healthy who are unlikely to get seriously ill, even if they're exposed to this virus, to start to phase in getting back to work. You don't have to do it all at once, but you have to be willing to start. And what has people very, very concerned, and it transcends political parties, is these people in power are just looking a little too eager to enforce this. Complete. And that's not a healthy thing for our, uh, our republic. Completely agree. I want to get one comment from you here just because obviously up here we're very ag related. I don't know if you heard the top of the show there, Jason, yeah. but I just mentioned the breaking news from the standpoint that President Trump announced this $19 billion package. Clearly the farmers need it. And yet I'm wondering if there's a tipping point because of what they've done already with these tranches of the, you know, uh, MFP payments. I would think it was roughly around $30 billion. That's another 19 now. Your take on this aid, but also where's the stomach for the American people to go, you know, it's a lot of money for our farmers. Yeah, that's right. That's why I'm so outspoken uh, on getting back to work. Uh, the greatest Keynesian stimulus, the, all of the stimulus plans, MMT, you name it, will not fix this economy. If you could spend your way out of a recession or now maybe a depression, the Soviet Union would have been an economic juggernaut. So we've got to get back to work. Now, the government shut everybody down. The government's policy is going right through the livestock industry. It's really having a hard time. We know what it did to whiting oil. So the government has a responsibility, if they're going to do this to, to businessmen and women, to help them get through it. But you shouldn't be getting through something in perpetuity without a, a goal line. And Nancy Pelosi and Tina Smith and e Keith Ellison and Governor Walz keep pushing the goalpost back. And I, I have to say... I think there's there's some method, uh, not method, but there's almost a sense of uh, of pushing this back deliberately in order to score political points. 
Man, I hate, I hate to, to think that way, and yet I don't know how sometimes you can explain this. So, Jason, real quickly, what's your website if people want more information about you? You bet. Uh, all of our press releases and a couple of op-eds I've written on this at lewis4mn. That's F-O-R, lewis4mn.com. Chris, always great to talk with you. Thanks so much. Appreciate the insight. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, I know President Trump is live. It looks like right now at the podium. So, Ben, if we can go out to him live and see what President Trump is saying right now. It's been executed flawlessly. It's been, I mean, with few exceptions, it's really been good. And I think the Democrats are going to do it. Look, Nancy Pelosi, she's away on vacation or something, and she should come back. She should come back and get this done. I don't know why she's not coming back. The fact is, she's not doing her job, and there's nothing unusual about that for her. And Leader McCarthy said they're now considering also adding more funding for hospitals and all right, if there's any more breaking news coming out of this press conference, obviously we'll take you back out to the White House. All right, we got something very exciting I want to share with you tonight because it's great to always hear from you. And now we want to give you a chance if you want to maybe cut a video at home to share your point of view that we can share in feedback. Or maybe you've got a story you want us to look into. Maybe there's a video you just want us to put up on the show. We've got something now up at our website where you can just go to our website, go to povnow.tv. You can simply upload the video there or pictures. We can grab it from there and then obviously put it up on the show. So if you want to share a point of view right now about what's going on in Minnesota, do you agree or disagree with the fact of what Governor Walls, A.G. Ellison are saying about what's happening in Minnesota? Just grab your phone. You make a video real quick. Go to our website, povnow.tv. Upload it there, and then we can play it in the show. And I'll give you a prime example. Our good friend of the show here, Scott Hennon, he had a video from what's happening down in Minnesota, from the Minnesota protests. I want to share with you what he uploaded, and just check it out and see how easy it is. POVnow.tv, POVnow.tv. By the way, what you saw there, apparently that is irresponsible and reckless, according to your attorney general in Minnesota. So please share your thoughts with us. And speaking of that, when we come back later in the show, we're going to share some of your points of view with you. As always, you can share your point of view with us. It's very easy to do. Just email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. we got much more coming up right after this.